Okay, what's up, jerks? You bunch of jerks. This is another episode of Confessions of a Basement Thriller with your host, Jake Esso. That's me. And today we will be reviewing the second episode of the second season of Batman Telltale, which is the season is called Enemy Within, and the second episode is called The Bact. The Bact, man. It's the Bact, man. It's about a pact. This episode is all about packs and making them with bad guys, some might say. So, where we left off, the first episode called The Enigma, which is I really liked. It might, have, it might be my favorite episode of the whole series so far, actually, looking back on the first season, which the first episode of that was probably my favorite, but the first episode of this season is my favorite episode of the entire Batman series, including this one I played because this one kind of uh, let me down a little hard. Let me down a little hard. Gosh, damn, I feel like I landed on my gosh dang tailbone the way you let me down, and man, that stinks. I'm going to have to put some ice on it and elevate my feet after this gosh dang thing because fucking gosh dang shit, man. I got to say, wasn't really feeling this super tough. Uh, Where do we start? Batman is, you basically start right where you left off after Riddler being dead and Amanda Waller wanted him alive, but he's dead. So what are you going to do? And uh, as they're there, uh, Gordon's like, oh, we got a thing on the horn that says there's a uh, robbery taking place right now. As we're cleaning up this Riddler mess, there's another robbery that's happening. And golly dang it, who's going to get over there? And Batman's like, well, shit, I'm Batman. I could get over there right now. And then Gordon's being a bitch. Gordon's kind of being a bitch in this whole this whole new season. It's like, God, unclench, man. We want to work together and solve some crimes? Or you want to be BFFs? You feel like I'm, like, fucking cheating on you, man? What the fuck, man? Lighten up, Jim, Jim Gordon. Well, you're not Commissioner Gordon, so you're, like, kind of being a bitch right now. Still Lieutenant Gordon having to grow out of some shit. God damn. So Batman goes to this warehouse, which looks very similar to the same warehouse that was in the first season when Batman has to solve that crime with the, the you know, Lady Arkham Venom thingus, for God's sakes, whatever it is. And Batman is still, you know, it's in progress. There's a, you know, robbery in progress and there's some dead guards and Batman comes in. There is a cool sort of new action uh element or whatever they've incorporated where you can choose sort of simultaneous or in the moment how you want to take a guy down do you want to batarang him or do you want to choke him out or do you want to tickle his nutsack and also you know you know you're choking him and you're like i'm sorry like i'm batman but you know we're, we're cool man it's cool and so you're doing that, you're taking out guys, and there's like a guy, and you're like, oh god, what's that sound? And I knew it was Bane. So it was Bane, but I knew it was, because if you see the thumbnail sort of still image of the next episode, it's silhouetted, but if you look closely, you're like, okay, that's Harley Quinn Bane, and I'm going to guess that's Mr. Freeze. And uh, and I was right, it's Harley Quinn and Bane and Mr. Freeze this episode. You get all three this episode, and fuck me this episode, because... You know, you think you have the power of those three to get a really cool episode. It turns out it was kind of, kind of a stinker. Kind of. I mean, it played kind of stinky. But uh, we'll get to that. So you you meet Bane for the first time, and uh, I didn't really. I'm not really feeling the like character design of Bane. I know Telltale likes to take risks and change things up, you know, from you know what we've seen before. But Bane's covered in sort of prison tattoos. But you know, okay, whatever. But he also has 
like a goatee and a mustache. And I didn't think, you know, having seen that now, if someone told me, yeah, Bane's got a goatee, I'm like, okay, who cares? But then to see it with that luchador mask, I was like, Bane does not have a goatee and mustache. He looks pretty ridiculous. I got to say, I was kind of like, what? I didn't think I'd be so put off by that image. But it really threw me out of the thing. And he also, he doesn't have a venom administration from his arm. It's a little, you know, syringe gun thing that you stick in his neck, and he has all these sort of scar tissue on his neck from inserting the venom. And you get to fight Bane. That's the only real significant fight of the whole episode, which is kind of a bummer. I'm trying to think back. Yeah, that's it. You get to fight Bane. And... You don't beat him. He like puts lifts you up like he's going to break your back and you get to shock him with a hanging conveniently placed hanging electrical cord which has been frayed at the end. I'm afraid it's been frayed, sir, at the end of course. And so you shock him. Oh, and he administers the venom and he gets pretty big. I feel like he could have been a little bigger of a bane. He definitely gets the cool green veins and kind of looks necrotic, like he, purple flesh kind of thing and gets super strong and sort of gets the better of Batman and gets crushes him into a wall while debris falls on Batman. Batman's out. Bane and Toe, you know, they all take off with whatever they needed. They got it. And poor Chip, the like mechanic, sacrificed his life to save Batman jumps on Bane's back and starts stabbing with a screwdriver and Bane easily subdues that man but is distracted long enough for Batman to survive and uh, you have to choose like do you want to tell Waller or do you want to tell Jim Gordon these are like the, your big choices of the episode I chose to tell Gordon because I'm loyal and Amanda Waller's not going to like that very much but then then you tell Gordon and he comes back and he's like you know Batman I was really disappointed that you didn't tell me sooner or something and I'm like Jesus man and you even get to say, I'm like, you took the job, man. Are you going to do, are you, are you a policeman or you want to just fucking be buddy, buddy? Like, can you trust me or not? He's like, well, I guess that answered my question. <laughs> Huffy, puffy, Jim Gordon, man. I don't like that shit. <sighs> so you go and you meet Waller. You meet her at the bat signal on the GCPD roof. And it's not Jim, it's Matt Waller. And what happens is they're all fucked up from fighting Bane. And she basically says you need to infiltrate uh, the group because Riddler was, I guess, the boss of this group before he died, you find out. And she thinks that Bruce Wayne can more easily infiltrate the group. Uh, I guess maybe Batman comes to that conclusion with Alfred when they're in the Batcave sort of deducing things. He has a little bit of he has a little uh, dart that Riddler was stuck with and it's filled with all different kind of chemical compounds, you know, which I'm sure we'll find out later is the Joker toxin. I'm going to guess. I don't think the real died with a smile on his face, but, or it could be something that uh, Bane developed. Uh, either way. So you're at the, you know, the Batcave, you meet a Waller, and the next thing is you contact John Doe, who is the Joker, and say, hey man, I'm open to that meeting that we talked about a while ago. This is a weird relationship too, by the way. This whole Bruce Wayne, Joker, not being the Joker yet, but he is the Joker. He looks like the Joker. He sounds like the Joker, sort of. He dresses like the Joker, but he's still John Doe. Hasn't really stepped into those clown shoes, if you will. He's uh, still figuring it out, but he's already been in Arkham. So who the fuck is this guy? Maybe he's the Timothy Drake stupid idea everyone always has. It was never the Joker. It was always uh, Timothy Drake. There's a new Joker, a better Joker out there, and we're going to find him. The Jared Leto syndrome, you know? And so you agree to meet via text, which is always very funny to me. You're always like, just like, send him a text. Smiley face, you know? So you meet him up at the stack deck bar 
which is in Crumbum part of Gotham, the you know the shitty part of Gotham. You go in, you're, you're dressed in a khakis and a button down white button down shirt, Bruce Wayne, and you walk in there, and I'm just like, why would you dress him? Like whose idea was that? Can't put him in something a little more casual. He's going to a dive bar in the bad part of town. He's going to wear a khakis and a button down shirt. I guess everyone knows he's Bruce Wayne anyway, but still, he looks like freaking. Uh, Brady Bunch. What the fuck? And so Joker's there, and he's doing some weird therapy session with some drunk guy, and they're ripping on Bruce Wayne, and then they meet, and he tells the drunk guy to fuck off, and they're talking, and you know, he's like, well, Bruce, I didn't think you wanted, and he has this infatuation with Bruce Wayne, John Doe, the Joker, and uh, he's basically like, yeah, you know, I can really help you. You know, my family was the biggest crime family in uh, Gotham in this weird Gotham universe. And so Joker's basically like, well, it's not up to me, you know, it's up to like Ding Dong, the the group, it's a group, we gotta, you gotta talk them into it. And so he agrees, though, to like, you know, get the ball rolling on this thing. And uh, Bruce Wayne ends up, you know, you can choose to beat up that guy who was talking shit about you because he comes at you with a knife or you can like offer to buy him a drink. I chose to beat him up. Motherfucker pulled a knife on Batman, dude. You're going down and you do, you put his ass down and also Joker's filming it. So, you know, it's going to come up later where it's like, if you were such a good guy, Bruce Wayne, then why did you beat up this drunk who pulled a knife on you? Oh, because he was a drunk who pulled a knife on me. Uh, case closed motherfucker. And so you go and Joker's hot wearing a car you're in the car together, and Joker's kind of a fucking loser in this, man. He's sort of like a nerd. I don't know. I know they're trying to flip some stuff on its head. And then you meet Harley Quinn, and they totally switch roles where Harley Quinn is like the ruthless criminal mastermind, and Joker's like just this fucking beta fish trying to win her favor. But if that's the case, who turned Harley Quinn into Harley Quinn from Harleen Quinzel, the doctor at Arkham? John Doe did that, and then she became more ruthless than him, and so now he's taking a backseat to her, because she's like the savvy, smart one who's questioning Bruce Wayne and putting a gun to his head and saying, this is my show, and Joker's basically like, dude, you gotta help me look good in front of her, I'm trying to like, and like, why, what, this is not the Joker, this is John Doker, fucking smoker, midnight toker, for God's sakes, this is not the Joker, you know, I, I, and I feel like they're going to have him have a sort of arc where, you know, the way it ends, this episode ends, I think he's going to become this Joker, the Joker, not just some fucking Joker jerk off guy run into the corner store to get her a fucking Slurpee. Are you kidding me? Not a big fan of the, the voice acting of, uh, of Harley Quinn either. I mean, it's okay. Kind of sounds like, uh, what would he pull with? Like, what was he pull with? It's not, it's hard to, it's a hard voice to do. I mean, Tara Strong does it the best and she's kind of the only one that can do it well. Margot Robbie did it poorly. The girl that did it in Joker, Batman or Harley Quinn, Batman movies kind of ding dong. And so here we are. And she agrees to like help, but she's like, yeah, agrees to let him in. So you're Bruce Wayne. You're infiltrating this group of all of Batman's nemeses. I guess who he hasn't met before yet. Cause it's like early Batman or something. And she agrees. If you go to Wayne enterprise and steal a phalanx key, which is basically, you know, one of those skeleton key things that people use in these stories where it can open any lock in any safe across Gotham. So you got to go to Wayne Enterprises and you get that, get the key, you got to go to the secret hideout. So now they know where Lucius's secret hideout is. There's a lot of, it's like, how are you going to let these people that into 
Bruce Wayne's world and have him still be able to be Batman at the end of it. Amanda Waller knows he's Batman. You know, like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know where this is going. So they get the phalanx key, and they also take the EMP generator, you know, like an EMP grenade, but it's on a larger scale. And who should be in the secret uh, laboratory but Lucius Fox's daughter? And not just in the secret laboratory, in the locked uh, sort of safe room inside the secret laboratory, which I also found to be pretty funny. Just saying, how are you in here? Why is the door locked? Are you trapped? You don't seem trapped. You seem like upset and like you're doing some Nancy Drew shit, you know? Oh, and also Harley Quinn like bashes in some guy's head, but he's still alive. She has a sledgehammer. Hit him with the sledgehammer. He's still alive. The Night Watchman, poor bastard. And then you run into that old lady that is running Wayne Enterprises with you. And there's some whole thing there where you have to choose her side or Harley's side. And you know. And then she flirts with Batman. And I sort of flirted back. And then Joker gets like, you made the Joker jealous. And it's like, what in the fuck? This is a very strange telling of the Joker and Harley Quinn. <sighs> so they get the key and they get the MP generator and they go back to the hideout. And who should be at the hideout is Bane and Mr. Freeze and Harley Quinn and Joker, John Doker. And then the EMP grenade goes off and you have to disable it and you sort of win their favor. But Bane doesn't trust you still because you're Bruce Wayne, the aristocrat pretty boy that doesn't get his hands dirty. And then Harley Harley Quinn takes him up to her secret hideout. She's the boss of this. I mean, I guess now that the Riddler's dead, she's the fucking leader of this group, which is also strange. But okay, okay. Okay, that's fine. That's totally fine. And she says, you got to win them over. And so you go talk to Mr. Freeze and he doesn't buy it. And then you talk to Bane and you give him a beer and that sort of greases the wheels a little bit. And then he, Bane says, basically, you have to fight this guy who was lazy on the last job. And if you can beat him up, then you're in. So you fight him and you can choose. Do you give him mercy or do you fuck him up a little more? And I chose to fuck him up a little more, you know, just because I was kind of bored. I want a little more action, you know, take pity on some jerk off guy. So you knock him out, whatever, and you agree to go on the job, which is, you know, sort of the big crux of this episode. Got to capture something from the agency. And at the same time, Amanda Waller is in on it because you have your earpiece. And so she knows exactly what's happening as it's happening. And you all move out. Harley Quinn Bane, Joker and Mr. Freeze, who doesn't trust you. I also like how they got rid of, uh, well, I do like uh, the character design for Mr. Freeze. At least it's a little different. They kind of finally got rid of that fishbowl. Uh, helmet thing that he always has to wear and you know i guess uh, the way they did it it seems accurate you know he's his whole body is sort of insulated by this high-tech cooling suit so okay so he can breathe oxygen i mean there's nothing that says he can't breathe oxygen like a normal person and he still has his wife because the power goes out when joker sets off the mp generator and mr freeze loses his shit because Nora's frozen and hooked up to the electrical system and you're driving, and you, you know, you're in the armored vehicles. You got the EMP generator. You got the phalanx key, and you're doing the heist. And it goes a little sideways, and uh, you're having to choose to fight with Bane, or do you, do you sort of intervene with him so he doesn't kill anybody? And that's sort of what you're doing as Bruce Wayne. You're Bruce Wayne the whole time. You're not Batman again uh, at all, which just kind of sucks. So you're moving around and the agency guys are getting their butts kicked and then they bring reinforcements. You get what you were looking for, which is a big metal case, which sort of looks like what Batman's suits are in those sort of big metal cases, like in the Arkham games, his new gadgets and stuff. And you take that. And as you're getting there, you're getting away. Harley sort of gets trapped by the uh, reinforcements 
and she didn't make it out in time, so they all left. And this is when you see Joker start to become a little more jokey, where he's starting to lose it a little with the cackling and the laughing and his rage. You see a little more rage, cause he, and that's what I think is going to happen. He's going to slowly turn into full Joker, and that's kind of what I think this is leading to, because she gets captured or she's dead. She's definitely not dead, but that's what they say. Oh, Bane, who cares, man? She's dead or captured. Doesn't matter. We have what we want. You know, that kind of thing. And so they get back to the uh, hideout. Joker's pissed. He's, he slinks off to his uh, little hideout inside the hideout. He goes like, fuck you, Bane. Fuck you, Mr. Freeze. Let's go get her right now. And you sort of agree. And like, no, not now. We have to fucking we, mission accomplished, man. You know, sorry she didn't make it out. And so what do you do? You use the key to open the box. And inside the box is the Riddler's corpse. Bum, bum, bum. Kind of an interesting twist. Not sure what it's for. The uh, episode ends pretty much there. And there was a funny, uh, not a funny thing, but an interesting thing where uh, Amanda Waller says, let them take it. Like, she says, you know, don't worry. Just let them take it. We know what it is. And she doesn't say that it's the Riddler's corpse, but she does. She knows that they want to take it. And she says it's okay for them to take it. So that's interesting side note. And so, yeah, basically the episode ends. You're Bruce Wayne. You're in the group now. You're a part of this evil group. And you're basically saying you want to do it because you want to take over Gotham like how your parents did. Harley Quinn's captured. You're working with Bane and Mr. Freeze and John Doker. And then uh, now you have Riddler's corpse. And so part three, oh, I forgot one really sort of important small thing uh, right before it ends. Bane does say, like, we'll be fine. All we do need now is the thief to break into the thing thing. And then who should be the thief but Selina Kyle, Catwoman, who also knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. So lots, lots to unfold here. So that's where we leave it with Selina Kyle in the group and Bruce Wayne in the group. Harley Quinn's not in the group. But we'll see how this unfolds in episode three of Batman Telltale Evil Within. I have to give this like a six and a half. Uh, I think I gave the other one like eight and a half. This is played more like a six, six and a half. I don't know why. I don't know. I think it's just the way the story sort of got split up or the direction it took. The first episode felt like a fucking really good sort of short comic you know, episode or comic book, really. It's like Batman vs. Riddler uh, series run, like a six-part issue run. And I, I really enjoyed that that episode, man. God, I still, I'd go play that again before I played this second episode again, you know. So there we are, episode two of season two, The Enemy Within, The Pact. The next episode is episode three. I believe it is called, oh, Fractured Mask. What does that entail? We'll find out in a few months when it is released. I'm guessing December, something like that. All right, so Confessions of a Basement Dweller, 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 Dweller. Stay tuned for new episodes of the Herald of Modcast and other installments of Confessions of a Basement Dweller. Who knows what games you might see next, but they will be fun and scattered and sorted. All right, see you later, jerks. (laughs) 